hit the bank and then we took out all these fucking ones. See, I'm the guy that's one. No, I'm not the one one, but I'm a fucking turn up until I see them on the sun. Sit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's another Alright, welcome back to the Comment Podcast. We have a special guest today. And uh he uh it's I mean I've been on his show before. Um uh, he's introduced me to some of the some of some of the people in the community. Is Brian Dean. How you doing, buddy? Good, dude. I'm honored to be on the show. It's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, we just introduced this whole Zoom of uh, uh just a way of having guests on so i'm pretty excited about that yeah last week we had on flat earth bob which was it was a great episode (laughs) i i I, me me and adam have been talking about doing a flat earth episode just be funny and like now like he he really introduced us to that whole world well you did you're like have on flat earth bob (laughs) dude are you talking about flat earth bob or dave which one did you have flat earth bob he told me about dave Okay. You know Flat Flat Earth Dave? Yeah, I've had him on before. Um, Bob is good. He's a friend of mine. I'm actually, so the reason that I have to go in an hour is because he's having his 100th episode. Him and I are tight, man. I love, I love Bob. And I also love the guy that he was debating, Chaz. And, um, you know, they were debating Hollow Earth versus Flat Earth, two conspiratorial ideas and um, getting pretty heated, which I don't really like to see, but at the same time, it's entertaining um but yeah man i think that i honestly couldn't give a shit if the earth is flat hollow a cube uh fishbowl none of it bothers me how do you feel about the whole flat earth thing uh so the flat earth thing he didn't really convince me so um (laughs) but he had some good points there there are things about it and it's like a whole new world and i said if like if the world is flat how fucking crazy would that be? Like it, it would change it would, everything. It would it would be the greatest conspiracy of all time, and I think that's that's what kind of draws people to it because it would because the people that have said the Earth is round are kind of like people that we don't really trust or like. It's our government. It's uh, it's Werner von Braun who started NASA, who was also a, a Nazi, and the all the whole Operation Paperclip thing. It's just like. If, if there's someone that's going to convince us something that isn't true, it would be these type of people. Yeah. Uh, and NASA, I think the, the word Nasha means uh, like deception too. I forget what language it is, but yeah, there's a lot of symbolism within that. Um, yeah. I don't know if you heard about the book that Werner von Braun wrote. Um, yes. We did talk about that where the, it had the guy, uh, one of the characters that went to Mars was named Elon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elon's not a common name. It's not like it's John or something. You know, it's like this is a, a strange name that's not heard every day. And, you know, they they bring this character into this book. And, yeah, Werner von Braun, a Nazi. He invented the V2 rocket. I mean, there's a lot of weird things with the whole NASA idea. There's a lot of money laundering opportunity and a ton of conspiracies that surround that. But man like i said i feel like it, it it's becoming more and more of a distraction mm-hmm. um whether the earth is flat or round or whatever I, I like i said i don't i don't care it wouldn't surprise me at all yeah. if you know the government came out tomorrow and said that it was flat 
I would just be like, yeah, it sounds about right. You know, they could also say in the same sense that 9-11 was done by holographic planes and a demolition. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me. You know, none of this, no, oh, nothing yeah. is surprising. Yeah, the, 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 the thing I took out of that and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it was the whole thing about Antarctica is that because Antarctica is fascinating to me. The mm -hmm. fact that we can't fly over it, the fact that um, there is governments that have bases there, uh, the whole uh, Operation High Jump, like we did an episode on Operation High Jump and just all that stuff. You're like, whoa, what it's if? Fun. I hope I, you you kind of like it, it would be a great it would actually be an awful sci-fi movie, but it would be interesting. <laughs> it would be a better book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting about Antarctica, too, one of the th many things is that there's a region there called Rothschild. I don't know if you've seen that. I do not know that. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, there's like, you know, if uh, Antarctica was divided into states, there's a state there uh, mm -hmm. or a region or a province or whatever that's called Rothschild. And you can see this on Google Earth. And it's just, you know, a pretty basic barren area, just like, you know, Antarctica's a Arctic desert. But you know, it, it, it's interesting. And, and why? Why call out of anywhere in the world? Why call a place in Antarctica one of the most powerful names in the entire history of humankind? Maybe, maybe the most powerful, especially like right now. Like they, they're, yeah. they're literally involved with everything. Like even when you look into the Epstein's, one of the Rothschilds introduced Bill Clinton to Jeffrey Epstein. So that was that was a pretty cool, <laughs> interesting thing. Not cool, yeah. but interesting. Well, dude, I mean, you have the Merovingians. I think that the Merovingians, um, you know, they come from the tribe of Dan in Israel. Mm -hmm. And this is a, I mean, this is an extremely powerful bloodline. And I don't know if the Rothschilds tie into them at all. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, I've been doing a lot of research on them. And just the, the misdirection when it comes to like what Jesus is supposed to represent in mm -hmm. their minds and then what Jesus represents to the Christians. It's two different things. What most Christians follow is a pagan religion. And it's, it's actually like very, very satanic at its source. Um, but I, 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 I mean, I'm a follower of Jesus. I think that I don't really consider myself a Christian, which might sound weird, but, yeah. um, Jesus seems like a fucking good dude, honestly. Like, I, I think that, you know, if, if people modeled their lives after what he represents, it's a good thing. But then you start hearing that he's a Merovingian, just like Alexander the Great and Cleopatra and Ramses the Second and all these different world leaders. I mean, they're they're really kind of taking it and flipping it upside down like they did like to do with so many other things. It's wild. That's interesting. I've never I've never heard that before. I've never heard about this other way of see, seeing jesus so the way that he's kind of portrayed and you know i know that we wanted to talk about like symbolism and things like this i i really do feel um even though i say it all the time on my show i'm i'm agnostic i really don't know what the hell's going on i don't go mm -hmm. as far as saying i'm an atheist i believe there's a creator i think something created us mm -hmm. um i think that the elite want us to worship the idea of satan and lucifer and we see that constantly in movies in music um i mean since really the dawn of time uh you can go back to babylon even right um you can see that there is a, a constant focus on the worship of dark energy and evil forces and shit like that it sounds yeah. conspiratorial and it sounds goofy to a lot of people out there that that don't subject themselves to these theories 
but I mean, man, it doesn't need to be so literal. Like being possessed by a demon doesn't mean necessarily that you're fucking crawling up the wall and, you know, sticking to the ceiling and doing crazy shit like that. You could just have a bad attitude. Like that could be like, you could just constantly have bad luck, have a bad attitude. Um, that can be a form of possession and yeah. people can put these curses and these hexes on you, dude. And it's, 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 it's crazy. It's interesting to see how this has been pushed onto us. And then when you look at what the TV is and how so much yes. of our education and, and like our modern, like knowing comes from the TV, dude, this was an occult device when it was first created, uh, similar people to Werner von Braun and, and, you know, Nazi types that create the TV to try and influence people's emotions. Are you too familiar? Are you familiar with the, the patent on the, on the TV screen thing? I, I saw it a while ago. I don't know how, how true it was, but there was like some kind of patent on, on p getting people to watch screens. I, I, I didn't write this in my notes, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about this. I, I just kind of <laughs> like, I, I, I glossed over it and all the people sent it to me like months ago. I was like, that's pretty interesting. But apparently there's like some kind of patent on how a screen can is able to hypnotize you there's like yeah. something in your brain by seeing the the certain colors the frequency it, too the auditory frequency of just like you're hearing the static like have you ever had a tv on in your house and it's mm -hmm. just playing it's just a black screen yeah but you know that the tv's on it, it looks the same as when it's off but you hear that in your head yeah i know it, it, um we did an episode on uh project bontok yeah and and they they did a lot of stuff with frequencies that's one of the because they, they they studied a lot of like kind of weird shit and frequencies was one of them they were able to 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 kind of affect someone's mood they can make them happy they can make them sad they could do all this weird shit this is this, this these were all the things that were that were talked about on this so it i i could i could totally buy into that especially how crazy people are right now oh my god i yeah. what happened oh yeah a pandemic happened and i don't know what it is i don't want to say who it is in my family but it it's literally made people insane like <laughs> like i was talking to a relative of mine and he was saying because we were talking about like comedians and he was talking about andrew schultz and one of my relatives it was like a, a three-person chat and one of them was like oh yeah i should check this out and he was like the other one was like yeah i don't i don't listen to right-wing comics and i was like what are you talking about i was he right-wing he's like i don't know someone on reddit said he was right-wing and and he was just saying like how he, he won't listen to anyone that's right-wing i'm just like what do you what right-wing in 2022 right-wing is anyone that is right of barack obama that's considered yeah. right-wing now Shit. <laughs> he barack obama might even be right-wing maybe to, to, to these people to the but like standard. andrew schultz i was like you fucking out of your mind there's nothing right wing about him <laughs> he, he literally does a whole bit on on abortions and how he's pro pro choice like i and he's like just, just genuinely funny if you're yeah. genuinely funny you're you're there's a butt to every joke yeah and you're making fun of somebody and any good joke and that's what makes them right wing in this person's mind but yeah it's that's not true though at all yeah I, i'm i was just like man you you're you're a little out of your mind with this this is crazy <laughs> i can't i can't believe and like even if they're right wing i listen to right wing com comedians I, yeah. I, I i mean shane gillis is probably probably the funniest stand-up com comic like 
around right now that's that's touring he's fucking really funny and he's he he's he would be more right wing but i I don't know like it's if it's funny it's funny i don't really give a shit who you vote for if you're if you can make me laugh i i'll be like cool yeah well the left has an obligation to not be funny at this point they're they're not really allowed to be genuinely funny um that's why like i I, i'm not only agnostic in my religion but i'm agnostic politically too i'm pretty apolitical but Mm -hmm. gun to head i'm picking christianity and then gun to head with politics i'm picking conservatives man i'm saying the republicans because they're just not as crazy like yeah the rest of the fucking world operates in a very conservative manner but the Mm -hmm. west has become very very liberal um accepting every gender that wants to be you know i want to be a dog today but then tomorrow i want to be a fish (laughs) you know this this isn't how the real world works man and i understand you know americans and and the west really as a whole has not had any struggle in a Mm -hmm. long time and it's that whole thing of strong men make good times good times make weak men and weak men make hard times yeah so we're seeing the hard times right now the weak man is our generation I'm not saying you're weak. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I'm weak, but we oh, are yeah, part of the weak generation. And we're about to see some hard times, man, because other cultures that are warring against the West are are making strong men. And they have been since they've been created. And those strong men are going to beat our weak men if it comes down to it, including our top brass in our military. They're pretty fucking weak. Yeah, yeah. And and, and we've talked I like I work with but when I was working with the drinking bros, it was a lot of military guys and like yeah, yeah. they they kind of show me what's going on and i was like whoa what the fuck is going on over there <laughs> it's like yeah, a lot of strange yeah a lot of the the politics have been injected into the military You're just like whoa that's that's kind of wild like these are supposed to be the people that protect us but you're out there promoting all this like nonsense it's nonsense it doesn't matter like if if you want to be a fish, I don't give a fuck. If you want to be gay, like, but yeah, just don't join the fucking military if you yeah, want to be a fish. Yeah, and don't force me to believe what you believe in. Like, don't say, uh, you have to give me respect. Like, no, you don't. No, I don't. I don't yeah. have to respect you. <laughs> you got to earn my respect. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> so yeah, it's this entitled generation, man. Um, I I do feel like everyone should be respected, but if you're going to be goofy like that if you don't want to be considered a human then you don't get human respect we eat fish we eat fucking you know dogs in some cultures i i yeah. think it's weird to eat dogs but if you want to be an animal you're not you don't get human rights dude you just don't so <laughs> that, that's funny my, that. I, I was just talking to my neighbor yesterday and uh he he's mexican he grew up like in in like south texas and i grew up like on the border in west texas in el paso and i was talking about going to mexico to eat tacos and I was telling about these tacos I we used to eat, and they're called machitos. And I was like, "Oh man, there's no one." This guy was taken out by the cartel, but he made the best tacos. I don't know what the fuck they're in there. He's like, "Do you want to know what's in those?" I was like, uh, "Kind of." I don't really care. He's like, "Those are balls." <laughs> oh, but they're so good. They're the best. Why was tacos. he taken out by the cartel? Was he putting human balls in there? I don't know, but he disappeared. And like that was like the rumor. This guy made the best tacos ever. And like we try to go back, and they're like, "Oh, that guy's not around anymore." I was like, "Did he move?" And they're like, Ooh. <laughs> "Damn, yeah." I, well, what they used to do over there, uh, back this was like back in like 2008, 
in the middle of the like the drug war when it was like really kicking off was well even before this like they i mean you had to pay them tax you, you know how how mafias work sure. you got to pay them tax they come and protect you and that's like our government in the united states oh yeah 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 just on a lower level because our government yeah does government's pretty shit. powerful but yeah i think he was just taken out i'm like man that's sad like he died with that that recipe and no one will ever get to try it unless you grew up around like the around the 90s late early 2000s we'll never get to try it it's a shame shit so, um but yeah how so how i know uh you're apolitical will you ever do an episode where your fans kind of pushed back on you like what's that been like yeah um i mean i get pushed back in almost every episode that i release honestly um mm -hmm. from different groups um recently and i don't consider these people fans i i like to use the word supporters but i i don't mm -hmm. even consider people that push back as supporters i think that man you know i did an episode on this dude that was in charge of the monkey pox uh mm -hmm. response i don't know if you've seen him strange dude uh i don't oh yeah 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 i have the guy that is he has not like really it was like a like a bdsm outfit who's it that yeah. guy yeah, yeah. Get mask on, but he had like the weird straps and everything. Yeah. So I, I, I always mispronounce his last name, but it's Dimitri Daskalakis or something like that. And the guy is a Satanist. He's homosexual. Mm -hmm. Really doesn't bother me that he's homosexual, but it is just another one of those like you know you're filling the the role of the homosexual in the administration, right? They want to yeah. have this diverse administration. They'd rather hire an inferior worker that is gay and checks that box than hire a straight qualified individual that might, you know, be able to approach something like monkeypox, which we were told was serious at the time. I don't really see much of a threat there. Mm -mm. Um, but nonetheless, you know, this dude that bought a church with his husband, bought a Christian church in New York city and transferred it into a gym like a, a workout gym mm -hmm. and that's cool you know if it's if it's this old rundown church and you want to turn it into a gym that's fine um but they do a whole satanic theme in this gym right so this gymnasium which was a church of god right according to the religious people now it's a church it's a uh, gym where people go in and on halloween in 2014 they had a blood rave like at the beginning of blade right? Where blood's Sick. raining down from the sky in this church and they're doing satanic shit in there. Mm -hmm. Now it's just, it's just weird, man. It's it, why, why put a focus on all this dark energy? I understand that, you know, you have your right to, to religion in this country and all that stuff. The only religion that I discriminate against is Satanism, dude. I think it's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, no yeah. point. There's no point to that kind of stuff. So there's high level officials in government that do this. And I push back on that. And I got some pushback from that. And it was funny, the dude, the main dude that was really leading the charge and the pushback made like uh, gay men coloring books where you're like, you know, he, he posted pictures on his Instagram that weren't taken down mm -hmm. of hairy dudes with their dick and balls out. And it's a, <laughs> it's an adult coloring book. And it's like, you color the color in the asshole Brown, you color in the, th I mean, it's graphic, graphic images of 
you know, gay. Sh- I mean, it's it's hilarious at the same. Imagine time, walking like, in on that. Imagine your kid, like a kid, is like, "Hey, there's a coloring book." Exactly. Holy shit! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's funny to adults, and if if the world was full of adults, great. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. This is hilarious. But I mean, there's there's kids that are very influential, and um, I see more and more. I mean, they've gotten to the point where you're not allowed to say grooming. You can't say that this adult is trying to groom this younger generation because it's so real there's a lot of grooming going on there's a lot of people that have influence like one of the highest people in society uh pandemic response leader deputy director is a gay satanist and i I have a problem with that personally and yeah yeah, i got pushed back there these guys yeah i mean the whole satanist thing it's crazy like just look at i don't know if you've ever looked into like michael aquino michael aquino who was uh i think he was a general he was a satanist and he was involved with the franklin scandal like satanism runs deep and then like when you look into like i i know you've done tons of episodes of uh stuff on the catholic church like they just how close they are to satanism is insane yeah um i was just watching the and i talked about i talked to you about this earlier the the anthony fauci doubt the 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 documentary about anthony fauci done by robert f kennedy jr um just it's just so wild like they're they're talking about anthony fauci during during the whole aids uh epidemic and how his NIH was involved in in these experimental drugs that they were giving these foster kids in New York. I, I don't remember the name of the town, but all these kids fucking died. It was so brutal. And they like buried them in a mass grave. Yeah, exactly. You, you know about this. They buried yeah. in a mass grave. Didn't even really cover it up. They just put a tarp over it. And the lady that was investigating it, she saw and she's like, what's going on with the floor over here? She lifted it up and she said she could see some of the like bodies. I was like, yeah. God damn, it's so fucked up. It, like, yeah, it's I, fucked, man. It made like I was watching it and it made me angry. I was so like I couldn't sleep. I was because they had that just the imagery on it is just fucking brutal. And like they talked in the beginning of the, of the whole documentary, they're talking about they're showing videos of of like re- remember where they they locked up all like they're during the COVID response, they locked up all those, the nursing homes and people couldn't see their moms. Um, uh, making sure my, my screen's still on. All right. Yeah. yeah it, it turned off on my screen over there. All right. Good. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> Oh, I was like, Oh, you better fucking not. Um, I got a yeah, backup file here. If it's just audio, whatever, but, um, not, I'm, I'm still seeing it over here. So that's good. Yeah. But it shows this lady, and this older lady, she's probably like 80 years old and she's crying. She's like, I want my baby. I want my baby. And like the nurse is like just pushing her back. She's like, no, you have to socially distance. And I was just like, man, that just looking back, I don't remember being angry about it back then. But now that we know what we know, I'm just like, this is so fucked up. This is yeah, this makes me so angry. Like it, it literally was like splintering like me and my family mm. because I wouldn't get the vaccine. And because I thought Anthony Fauci is a fucking criminal. He's a war criminal. I mean, not really a war criminal, but he, he should be charged for Nuremberg. He, they should put him like, you remember the Nuremberg trials? Of like course, they should yeah. be trying him for that. Like it, it's, it's that bad. Where yeah, you've you're, got uh, Dr. Mengele 
from the Third Reich, and you've got Fauci, right? I mean, uh, he's not doing the mm-hmm. same things outright that we know of. And this is one of the things that, like, you know, as as technology progresses, mm-hmm. we're able to remember a couple years back with pretty accurate detail, right? When Fauci was doing what he was doing with the kids, right? We mm-hmm. didn't find out about this as as the masses until two years ago or a year ago, right? I mean, yeah. it, it sounds like you found out about it about a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Man, now, I mean, imagine what was going on when there's no records kept, mm-hmm. right? There's so many records kept now. We can see, okay, yeah, now Fauci's lost all credibility. And now they're passing the torch to these people like this Dimitri guy who's a yeah. satanist outright right and they're they're trying to normalize this weird ass behavior uh you know his husband dresses up in dog costumes and they fuck each other literally <laughs> there's there's stuff on his instagram alluding to that fact so it's i'm laughing because it's crazy i'm like i can't believe this no this is i so mean wild <laughs> I, it's funny too if we're going to allow this as a society then we deserve this we deserve yeah. these people to lead us I'm not saying to go and kill these people. I'm saying do not allow them to be in power of any kind. The guy's got a lot more power than you and I do p- put together, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, he he's leading a country's dis- disease response or a pandemic response, even though I, I really don't see monkeypox as becoming a threat. But yeah. the White House sees it as that, and they're acting like that, right? It's crazy. It's a lot of nonsense. And um, one thing that I wanted to touch on as far as the Satan, satanic agenda goes before we you know, move on to whatever else, there's a lot of children's satanic books out there that are mm-hmm. fucking crazy. There's one called, I think the title of it is Don't Make Me Go Back, Mommy. And it's a satanic ritual abuse book that's made for kids. And oh, wow. It's wild uh, if you uh if you want to allow me to share my screen which you just have to go down to zoom and and uh click the uh arrow by share screen and say mm. allow multiple participants to share i'll find uh some some images from this book and you'll you'll get the the vibe from this that it's um it's a child's book and it's meant to normalize satanic ritual abuse it's disgusting Hold on, let me. All right. It's telling me I could share a screen, but I. Is there an arrow by that by that uh, share screen thing? It just says share screen. Oh, share screen options. Yeah, multiple allow part- multiple participants. There it is. There you go. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find the same link that I was looking at. Um. Yeah, it's this awfully yes. Okay, here it is. So I will share this with you. This is disgusting stuff, dude. And like I, I did an episode on this yesterday, and um, it's disturbing, man. Don't make me go back, mommy is the name of the book. And I Ooh. looked at, I was trying to find it, and it's um, it's really difficult to find. It's eighty four dollars online. There's another one that's one hundred and sixty four dollars. <laughs> Why is it and- so much? That's crazy. Well, that's the thing. And even like there's PDF versions of it, but then you have to sign up for the websites to get PDF versions. And I didn't want to, I mean, this, this seems like very dark stuff and this isn't a crazy image that that's shown right here. You know, a couple kids in a circle, one girl's covering her eyes. Another yeah. one's playing with some sort of rabbit that's tied up. And then you oh, have shit. a lady on the ground and then, you know, some adults in the background, 
but you get some weirder ones here and this uh is the part two of this little series that this website does awfully um awful library books.net and then satan dash four dash kids part two um this is the one that really got me here this is again in a child's book you have some kids in a pentagram three <laughs> kids are naked in the background holy you've got fuck. a sacrificial table with a pentagram drawn on a rock um robed figures around and it says the the story if you're reading this to your child it says nothing that happens in the circle can be told outside the circle there is no way out because there's no way to end it. And then it says, your parents have given you to us. They know what is happening. Holy shit. It's a child's book. This is for kids? This is for kids, dude. And like judging by the artwork and all the shit in there, you also, if you notice this, you know, he's holding a noose. So mm -hmm. they are about to sacrifice probably one of these naked kids here. Um, this seems like this would probably be for, you know, eight-year-olds maybe younger um yeah. i don't have any kids this this just seems like something that's real dark now this next page here is equally weird um you have a clinical setting you've got a doctor with a mom and uh you know child laying on the ground upset with that rabbit that it was playing with in the previous section he looks uh, dead yeah that well that's the thing the uh, the mom goes on to say doctor she has terrible nightmares. She won't eat some foods and she's become upset. She becomes upset when I ask her to wear certain clothes. Something is wrong. She even uh, bit the dog this week. Look at her now pretending to be dead. I think something bad has happened to her at that daycare center. Okay. So it's just that's the last one that they really do um, here. But man, it, it, when I was reading through this the other day, it bothered me, man. It, you know, who's writing this stuff and who's normalizing satanic ritual abuse. And then you have people out there that say satanic ritual abuse is overhyped because of bullshit groups like QAnon that, yeah. that make this stuff all about Hillary Clinton. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, these people that care about this didn't care about the Cleveland street scandal. They didn't care about, you know, who took Johnny, all that, all those stories yes. that were legitimate. But you couldn't pin it on a politician that you hated, right? Mm -hmm. And and this stuff is real, man. And uh, I I really it seems like my job lately in my podcast at least has been to discredit these groups like QAnon and like the people that are just so anti Hillary Clinton because they love Trump. Yeah, Trump and Hillary Clinton are fucking friends, man. Yeah, it, so. it's it, and that's when I was talking about getting pushback from some of your uh, supporters or listeners or whatever. And I've done episodes about Hillary Clinton, the Clintons, plural. Uh, I've done episodes about Obama, but I also did uh, a three-part series on the Epsteins. I mean, on Jeffrey Epstein and his whole, uh, that whole thing. And Trump being involved, he was deeply involved with it. And he was, he was involved, like uh, Roy Cohn, is one of the it was his mentor and that guy is one of the one of the big wigs in that whole thing and what i basically said if he's not a pedophile he's pedophile adjacent he knows a, how many pedophiles do you know because i don't know if i know any yeah, I, I know for I a fact i don't know any yeah um but um he, 
Trump, I know he knows a lot of people, but he knows a fuckload of pedophiles. Like, how do you have that many? How do you have that many friends that are involved with one of the biggest pedophile scandals in human history? Like, how? Not only that, they've donated to his campaign. He's like broken bread with these people, you know. Ivana, yeah. you know, his ex-wife that just recently passed away, by the way, under really weird circumstances. Remember, like when she fall down the stairs or some shit. Oh yeah. I mean, weird circumstances. Um, they said she had a heart attack or something like that, but there was like bruising and stuff on her. She was BFFs with Ghislaine Maxwell. Yes. I mean, very, very best friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. Um that's not a coincidence man Ghislaine Maxwell's in jail right now what does Ivana know that that got her taken down right now because I don't think that you know it's weird when these really wealthy people die of heart attacks at a fairly mm -hmm. young age I mean 74 is old not really though for these rich people man these these richer people tend to live into their 90s just look into at their hundreds yeah, look at Henry Kissinger. He's 99 right, right now, and he's still leading Bilderberg meetings. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's still running shit. Like, it's crazy. Like, is is he ne is he gonna outlive me? Like, <laughs> like he's he's still going to work. <laughs> crazy, man. I don't know if you've seen um if you ever watched the American Horror Stories. They're kind of shitty, but there was one good series, the recent one. Um, not the very most recent, but there's a really good one where the second half of it was about UFOs in the 60s. And they had, have you seen that one? No, I stopped watching on the witch season. I was like, oh. that was a good season. It was I, good. Now I just stopped. I don't know. I just stopped watching it, but go ahead. Yeah, dude. No, I, I love scary movies. So I'll even put up with them when there's like this super, I mean, with American Horror Story, they really push the gay agenda bad right now. Mm -hmm. um, I can't watch the recent one because it's all just about S&M. It's about what that freaking uh, Dimitri head of the monkeypox guy is. It, literally, mm -hmm. it's that um but the the season before was really good they they talked about uh it was split up the season was two two mini seasons and there was a um a, a family that moved out to cape cod for a vacation uh kind of like a staycation thing they were living there for a while the dad's an author and he's trying to find his creative juice and to he ends up finding out that he has to eat people and drink blood in order to stay creative and yeah. that's the first part of the season. And then the second part after that, you know, that story ends is about UFOs in the 60s. And they show Henry Kissinger and he's a he's literally a, a, a lizard person in this <laughs> in this series. It's wild. That's, he's got like awesome. a lizard eye. Dude, it's awesome. It's a great one. Go back and, and see if you can watch it. Yeah. And um, especially watch the second part. It's like six episodes of uh, it switches from modern day alien abductions to like jfk era uh you know kissinger when he was young and then nixon and all these guys you know it's good good shit man a lot of conspiracies in there they even reference the fake moon landing it's awesome shit oh nice oh i remember seeing a clip from that i saw it online i was like yeah. oh that that that's really interesting and that oh, damn man i wish we would have got into that more with flat earth bob but man when he, you you get him talking man that he'll he'll go so that's well, let's let's get into that, man. I know you said that you wanted to talk about that whole debate between him and Chaz. Yeah. Um, what so I didn't I've only listened to the thing that Chaz posted. And then <laughs> I've been seeing all the posts that Bob's putting up and he wasn't happy. And I was just like, what's happening here? <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I, do you know Chaz? Have you spoken with him much? I I invited him on the show, and uh, we might have him on uh, very soon. But I was like, okay. oh, I'd like to have you on the show. I kind of want to I, I want to hear your side of all this because I'm definitely interested in Hollow Earth. Ask him to talk about the anti-gravitational properties in bees. That's the best thing that I've heard. He does a lot of good research, mm -hmm. but ask him to talk about that. He he uh, presented this theory to me a while ago that uh, bees actually hold the key to UFO technology within their thorax in their bodies. Well, and I I thought it was wild. It was it was the by far. And again, this isn't to discredit his other research. But it was just by far the most interesting shit that I've talked with him about. And I, I, I really like Chaz a lot. I have one of his books I bought, and he signed it for me. And I told him to write something very homo, homoerotic in there, and he did. <laughs> so it was nice. And uh, But yeah, no. So as far as them, man, it's stupid, I think. I, I think a lot of it is fake. Um, mm -hmm. I think if these two dudes hung out, they'd be friends. Um, oh, yeah. just, I, I, I honestly think that they're both doing it to get their own numbers up that's yeah. that's what i'll say and i would say it to both of them like i said i'm going on bob's show after this i think it's all a gimmick yeah yeah he and he i think the thing about bob he likes not on my show because we just me and adam we let him go because i said that before the show i was like i was like i don't know the guy he's like, come on he's talking about flat earth yeah yeah but let's just let's just let him go because someone like someone wrote to me he's like how why did you check him on this, this, and this? I'm like, I, I wanted him to say his points, explain what you believe in, because of course he he gets pushed back all the time. Of course he's gonna like fight back with people. So we didn't we didn't push back on anything. We just let him go. So so yeah, it was it was just it was it was him explaining his positions. And I I, I hate when you listen to a podcast and you want to hear what this person says. And they keep inter. I, I know Rogan used to do that with Alex Jones. Alex Jones would be going. He's like, wait, 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 dude. Ex explain yeah, yeah. this, and just like, dude, let him, let, just let him fucking go. Like, yeah. just because you're letting him, let him go off, doesn't mean you're endorsing everything they're saying. Yeah. And that's what I think. I maybe had a, I had a couple people that kind of pushed back on the flat Earth thing. And I was just like, man, it, I mean, I don't agree with them, but I. I want him to, he came on the show to explain his ideas and that's what he did. And he did a very good job of it too. I think that's what's so effective about the flat earth debate mm -hmm. is that it makes people angry. And mm -hmm. that's why there's people out there that really push for it. And I understand like, um, you know, someone, I, I, I've listened to drinking bros. I don't listen to them too much anymore, to be honest, but Someone mm. that seems like they would get very upset and angry over a flat earth debate would be Dan. Yeah. Because he he's an intelligent dude and he would be like, you're so fucking stupid for thinking that the earth's flat. Yeah. That's where the power sits. It's in people getting angry that someone believes something so stupid. If it's so stupid, who cares? Let these people be stupid. Let them push their bullshit. And it's the same idea of, People like us, people probably, again, like Dan, that um, want people to be able to have the freedom of speech to say whatever stupid thing they want, including yeah. stuff about vaccines, which could be very real, saying like, hey, these vaccines aren't aren't helping people, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's one thing that, that's an open discussion, and it, and it should be. People, yeah. the public, should be smart enough 
to you know say what they believe in if they think the vaccines are helping people go on get the vaccine yourself if you think the earth's flat believe the earth's flat it's no skin off anyone's back and that's why that argument is so effective and that's mm. why i think you know uh, that's again why i think it's a gimmick who the fuck cares if the earth's flat it doesn't really change yeah. much in our day-to-day -day lives um what i think does change things in our day-to-day -day lives is are our government full of pedophiles the answer is yes but yep. should they be held accountable again the answer is yes so mm. that's the kind of stuff that i focus on man and i think that that's what people should focus on but instead we're talking about all this flat earth hollow earth shit and people get heated over it dude yeah it it, it is it's really I, I like talking about it it really is a waste of time to talk about flat earth when we, be, we could be directly talking about fucking pedophile like we we did an ep two of my epstein episodes were taken down on youtube we talked about club of rome that mm. was taken down fun, fun and yeah and they oh, fuck i don't remember the other one but they they took down a lot of my episodes. I have two strikes on YouTube, so I don't. This is this is going to be on Rumble and Odyssey until those strikes are gone. But yeah, yeah. But why do they feel like they need to take down? Oh, one of the episodes we talked about was a vaccine. I don't remember what we talked about. They took that down. But like, why is it so bad to question all this stuff? With but it's. I mean, it's ran by the companies that pay, like Google, YouTube. They're all they're all the same. Basically, the same people. So they they don't want people talking about this. Like one of the people, which was interesting that they went back on everything they said about the vaccine, which I thought was really interesting. I don't really listen to him anymore was Ben Shapiro. I know Ben Shapiro was talking about uh, I think he said on the show, I saw a clip on, online where he was talking about how Pfizer lied to everyone about the transmission rates. And he was going off on them. I was like, good for him. Like he was, he was calling people dummies for not getting vaccines. But now he's, he's going back. He's like, hey, I was, I, I was wrong. And he admitted it. I thought that was really cool. And, that, and, and that's when we go back to talking about what side we, we would, who are we siding with, uh, the liberals or the conservatives. The, the conservatives are, are really the, the people that will go back and say like they're wrong. Like some of these war hawks were like Glenn Beck, he was like, he admitted <laughs> he was wrong about the Iraq war. Like they, they're at least admitting that they're wrong, but these people on the left, they, they will want to, they'll want to cancel you. They will want you. Um, I mean, they'll try to end you yeah. for saying something that you, they don't agree with, which is crazy. Like that, that's, and I, and I just, I, I grew up voting like Democrat. I voted for Obama twice. And now I'm like, I can never vote for those guys until they get their shit together. And, and when they stop attacking people like like me or you or fucking anyone that that kind of like challenges the orthodoxy. Yeah, just disagreeing, right? Mm -hmm. A disagreement is healthy in mm -hmm. a functional society and teaching people how to disagree. There was something that my dad used to tell me when I was a kid because i mean when i was a kid i say i was 21 22 maybe um me and my girlfriend that i lived with at the time would fight and we would argue and we would say horrible things to each other mm -hmm. and my girlfriend at the time had my parents number and so she would tell my parents what i was saying to her and then i would tell my parents what what she was saying to me 
And he was like, you need to learn how to fight with someone that you care about. Like you need to learn how to argue and you need to learn how to, you know, not burn bridges, right? Because as a society, in a really goofy, dumb, hippie way, we are all a family here. Like, I, I know that it might sound like stupid to some people, but we are, man. Like, you know, it, it, it kind of, think of it as your neighbor, right? We're, we're a, you care about your own house more than you care about your neighbor. You care about your neighbor more than you care about somebody on the other side of the world, right? So that circle kind of like gets smaller and smaller and you have more care for that center of your circle type shim. But man, mm. this this entire earth is made up of people. And yeah. a, instead of fucking fighting and being like, I disagree with you, so I'm going to kill you. Mm. That's not the way. That's not how you fight with someone. That's not how you argue with someone and actually like thrive. And I'm not saying I, I don't like the idea of a one world government because that means there's a one world leader. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that there's any reason why the country can't unify. You know, we we fight each other more than we fight actual threats and that's intentional they want a civil war so that there's not a revolutionary war type thing i don't think there will be either really but um the revolution idea scares the shit out of the elite yeah and the people that run the world but a civil war hey let these let these idiots kill each other let the black people kill the white people and vice versa and mm. you know the mexicans the asians let them all fight because it's a bunch of poor idiots fighting each other. As long as they don't come for the rich people, who cares? You know, that's how they <laughs> yeah. feel about it. So yeah. it, 100%. They, they don't realize how, how like similar we are to every, like it, like me and my neighbor, we're, we, we share values. We, we, we basically, we, at the end of the day, you're going to do what's best for you and your family first and then and then you 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 want to do what's best for your like your community that's kind of like how most people think it doesn't matter what race you are what religion you are you you ever most people believe in that kind of stuff it's not what you see on the news you don't see like they're gonna go find the most extreme fucking person they mm -hmm. they could think of and and then they're they're gonna put them all over the news and they're they're just be like oh look at the how crazy and that's what happened to QAnon. Like QAnon, I think had the right idea. Like they they wanted to get the pedophiles, but they I think they went a little they went a little crazy. They're like, all right, it, and and I said this last time I was on your show was just like it's a big psyop. I might have said it on your show, I don't remember, but the whole QAnon thing is a big psyop, and it's it was it was organized just to make people that talk about conspiracies sound crazy. That's why no one ever. That's why people they did a good job too. They did a great job. I mean, just look at what they're involved in. The whole January 6th thing. You you can infiltrate January 6th. You can infiltrate the whole kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer. Like everyone that was involved with that was in the FBI. Like when you Except for like one dude that got that got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they got they, I think it was two dudes and both of them got acquitted because it was like, yeah, this is clearly uh, you know, a setup of some kind. Yeah, it, it man this last two years were so wild. I don't know what's going to happen in the election, but <laughs> it, someone's going to pay for all this stuff. Oh. I don't think it'll be yet, man. I, I honestly do think that the Democrats will win again. And um, it's unfortunate. I'm actually trying to start with some of my buddies, a, uh, 
don't vote campaign because you know all these people tell you to go out and vote mm-hmm. i think that um literally it does not matter if we all yeah. go out and vote all that that does if every single person goes out and votes it allows them to have more numbers to play mm-hmm. with so yeah. if no one if literally not one person votes and they still say that joe biden as a corpse wins 80 million votes in 2024 um then we then we know for a fact that it's a lie if no one voted right yeah but if everyone goes out and votes they can do whatever they want to with their vote right it's wild it's so wild that they would elect that dude and still like defend him after like i was watching all those videos of him like hugging like those little girls and like put, putting his nose yeah he's putting his nose on a little boy man it, i don't know how someone doesn't just punch him in the face like that's your fucking kid who cares if that guy's the president attack him he's attacking your kid that's wild well and so are we gonna are we gonna sit here and say that like the idea of lizard people Mm -hmm. is insane if you have a world leader smelling a child i mean this Mm. is what animals do with their food you can sit there and say (laughs) that he's just senile and i Mm. get it he is he is senile but I think mm. that when he go when these people go senile, they start like going back to their, you know, primal roots of mm-hmm. animals. The dude's a reptile. I don't care what anyone says. The dude is a reptilian. Mm-hmm. I've seen senile people. They don't smell children. They say weird shit. He yeah. does that too. But he's smelling kids, man. <laughs> yeah. That is not a normal thing. That's something that I think these elite people do. Once their circuits start getting crossed up, you see Katy Perry with that eye thing. Yeah. She's like touching her eye. That's not a normal thing. I don't care what kind of mental gymnastics people want to do. It's not normal how these people act when they start, you know, getting a little fucked up in the head. Yeah. Speaking of the the elites, I know we didn't get into the symbol thing, but like real quick, because I know you have to to jump off in like five minutes. But I can hang uh, out a little while longer, dude. It's just I, I don't know exactly when we're starting, but yeah, let's get into whatever. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about because the way I re- researched the cult of Saturn episode, that's the last episode I did with all the boys. With it was me, Joel, Coop, and Adam. So last time we, we did a show together, but I did my research uh on that by listening to your podcast. That was part of the research, and I think you did a really good job. And I want to talk about kind of like the, the symbolism of all that kind of stuff because I was explaining the cubes in the Pentagon, uh, uh, the what's it called? Yeah, Pentagons and no, the hex, hexagons, hexagons, yeah, hexagons Excited. and yeah, all that stuff was really interesting. How that all that that symbolism is all over the world. So, yeah, like, what, what do you, can I know it's been a while since you probably talked about cult Saturn, but like, what 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 did you take away from that episode after like research and all that? Man when i was researching that dude there's been a couple episodes where i've like read some stuff and i've gotten nightmares honestly Mm -hmm. and that was one um that gave me serious like it was weird looking into that stuff and it's not because i'm afraid of this stuff happening to me again i don't have kids i have a little sister but she's 18 now and she Mm -hmm. you know she still lives with my parents and she's got a boyfriend that really loves her and cares for her and stuff I don't have like a generation after me that I'm worried about, but 
the possibility that this evil has ran our society for as long as it has, which I mean, since the dawn of time, um, that's scary to me. So what I learned about it, man, is just that, that there is no limit to the depths that these people will go to. When I say these people, it's the, the people that, that make our laws and the mm. people that make you pay taxes and all that shit. Um, it's scary, man. It's scary. And yeah, the hexagonal stuff is, is strange. I mean, this is where the term hex comes from. Like if I'm a witch and I'm hexing you, um, hexagon hex, right? You, 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 the amateur witches will say that you stand in a circle, you draw a circle with salt on the ground. And that makes it so that things can't enter or exit. It's really a hexagon. This is where they really operate, like at the highest levels within this stuff, from what I've found. And I've seen some weird things, like just looking into it and heard some weird things. And I talked with people that kind of practice this kind of stuff, not at the highest levels of society, but they get into it. And um, it's real, man. I, I used to fuck around a little bit with witchcraft when I was younger. And I saw results. And I also saw the bad results from it too. I had a really rough couple of years in my life, like where not one thing went right. Yeah. And um, I think that's what's scary about it is that it's so open and it's so pushed on the people. Um, mm -hmm. Even in this new Hocus Pocus movie that came out, there is constant representation of evil and evil being good. Um, I don't know if you saw or if you happen to listen to the episode that I did with uh, Operation Red Pill. No. Recently about the Marvel Universe. No, but I wanted to get into the Marvel Universe. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I might have to listen to that one tomorrow. Yeah, dude. It, these guys brought fire. And it, my, one of my very favorite episodes of all time, definitely the favorite episode that I did this year. Um they talked about the Gnostic principles in the Marvel universe. And you can see this, like any one of your listeners or you or anyone watch a movie or watch a TV show and think about the protagonist, the, the, the person that the story is following, right? In the case of the Marvel movies, let's just take Thor, for example, Thor is the protagonist. Take the protagonist and think of him as Satan and think of the bad guy as Jesus. Now, this is a wild idea, but just hear me out here. You'll see this constantly. And this is these people at the top of the pop cultural society that are making these things. And they say, okay, the good guy in this story of Thor is Satan. Think about when he is cast out of heaven by Odin, mm -hmm. like Lucifer was, and he goes down to earth and he, he fucks a human, right? He, he mates with a human. That's what the Nephilim did. That's what, uh, you know, Satan was cast out. Lucifer was cast out of, of heaven to become Satan. And Loki in this story would be the Jesus figure. And then you go all the way to like, kind of looks like him too. He kind of looks like him. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And you get Thanos who wants to wipe out half of the universe. This is the rapture, dude. This is the Christian idea of the rapture whoa so like the evil the the things that are portrayed as evil in these stories is actually good according to the bible so everything's just flipped around and you see it with uh, the one thing that they were saying was like the avengers the four avengers the hulk uh thor captain america and iron man 
-hmm. Iron Man represents the mixture of man and technology. Mm -hmm. This is something that's going on right now. Uh, Captain America represents like transhumanism because Holy the, shit right dude <laughs> i never thought about this it's cool and so i'm dude it was such a mind-blowing episode and these guys did such a good job they brought like clips and all kinds of stuff uh one of the guys in what, what, uh, one, where do you post your video stuff at i don't post videos much man I, I have a youtube but like you i don't mess with it i'm gonna start doing it more on patreon because they enabled the video feature without having to do vimeo but um Right now, I don't do many videos at all. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I post stuff on Instagram, but um, and then so what else? Captain America, uh, Thor, uh, Thor represents the like uh, attempt of man trying to become mm -hmm. God, and mm -hmm. then Hulk is uh, just embracing your inner demons. That's what Hulk represents. Oh, that's so, this, this is good stuff, dude. It was incredible. It was, was honestly. It's a recent episode. Yeah, it was uh, two episodes ago or three episodes ago that we did. Yeah, yeah. Check out Dangerous World podcast, like guys. So definitely, you you guys you guys definitely have to go check his stuff out. Ryan Dean, man, he, yeah, it's just good stuff. Before, but before we go, uh, shit, what was I gonna what was I gonna say? Yeah, I still want to get into this this cult of Saturn thing. Yeah, yeah, I can talk and, about some symbols too, dude. I got quite dude, a few symbols. Yeah. Um. Well, also, that's what I was gonna say. So on our episode, we were talking about um, we were talking about CERN and the Large Hadron Collider, and how the, they have the statue of Shiva, mm. who is the god of chaos, and how and and this was like because a lot of times I like throwing a, a kind of a wild uh, theory out there it was in like the the Large Hadron Collider was supposed to, what people were saying creates a portal from here to Saturn and Saturn creates, and there's a, like, you know, the whole uh, hexagon. I, I posted on Instagram where I put, uh, where I show my, my Twitter, whether, cause they're showing the actual image of the, the hexagon on Saturn. And I put, uh, I retweeted it and put portal, but yeah. So like, that's, that's a weird kind of like saying like they're, they're going to destroy the planet and they already have a portal. I don't know if you ever got too far into the how the Large Hadron Collider is, but I thought that was kind of an interesting type of theory. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's wild what they're doing there with, with CERN. I, I haven't looked into them in a while, and I forget so much of the shit that I look into. Um, so you, you're, you're saying that you're feeling like they're trying to create a, a portal to Saturn, yeah. which is interesting. I mean, Saturn is create, is is considered to be the planet of evil right i mean like mm -hmm. uh, the uh say elements of saturn is lead are, are have you gotten into this whole thing where saturn is lead and that was considered to be the farthest planet away when alchemy was really big mm. and kind of a mainstream idea and if you know anything about alchemy the i the goal is to turn lead into gold lead okay being saturn the sun being gold now the sun represents god saturn represents the devil so turning the devil into god or turning saturn into the sun or turning lead into gold is alchemy in in this whole thing it's a weird idea but it's yeah. it's this thing that that they've they've tried to get this uh into the mainstream and you see so many you know references to saturn in modern day culture i mean the biggest shoe company in the world nike is mm -hmm. a, a saturn logo that's what that swish represents 
Yes, the, a lot of the symbolism that uh, you talked about, or it, it might have been in my research also, is how many things have the Saturn symbol. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. Yeah, McDonald's. Um, and then uh, fuck, I can't. I can't think of it on the top of my head. But yeah, that was yeah. That, all that stuff was was. It's a fun episode. Saturn also translates to Satan. Um, yep. Also, one of the the images that was painted. I forgot the artist where he, he has where he's eating his child. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's Bale, right? Ah, uh, shit. I, if I hear the name, I don't. I don't. Could be Kronos. Oh, and I'm not an art buff. I remember when I when I found <laughs> the image, I think Adam or or Coop, they they recognize it. They're like, oh, that's a no. Adam knew it, and he's he's more into that stuff. He he he's really interested in all that um, Satanism and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it's an he, interesting concept, man. It's real interesting, and yeah. I think what else? He, he so he he ate his kid, and. Um, Oh, fuck, I can't remember. I, I got to go back to the episode. Well, is Kronos that... is definitely one that ate his kid. And one, of, I think his wife threw a rock in and he ate the rock thinking it was his kid. And that's mm. when he broke his teeth and he wasn't able to eat his kids anymore. You know, these old stories are kind of goofy, but there's a lot of symbolism with them, though. Um, but yeah, like with logos and with symbols and, and sigils and things like that, the Target logo is a really good one that, mm. that people can understand. You know, with the, the Freemasonry, you have the, the square and the compass, right? That's what yeah. the, the basic logo of Freemasonry is. Now, when you take a compass, you know, for people that don't, you know, can't, can't visualize the compass in their head, it's not the compass that tells you the direction. It's the one that draws you a perfect circle, right? Mm -hmm. You have a, a sharp edge on one side and like a pencil on the other side, and you can draw a perfect circle. Well, that's what Target is, man. Target is the simple point in the middle, which is that, you know, steady side of the compass. And then you draw the circle around and that's your, your damn target sign. So targets a Freemason company. Um, I have a couple others, dude, like Google. Um, let me share with you real quick here. Google has some wild ones, dude. Yeah. Um, have you looked into these? I have seen these. Yeah, like the which was the one that you were showing? Oh, the the one with Google Play, that one was the um which which one was that one again? I can't yeah, remember. so Google Play is this one right here. Um, it's kind of being blocked by the slide share, but this is the sigil of Satan. So look at that and how it's pointing to the right, and then I'll go up here and I'll just type in uh, sigil of I think it's actually Lucifer, sigil of Lucifer. And it's the exact same yes. thing. Yes, that's the, the one you show thing. me. Insane. Yeah. It's, it's so wild. close, right? <laughs> it's it's literally it's the same thing. It's that, right? But just pointed to the right instead of pointing down. Well, look. So it, it, the CERN also that one is six six six. Well, that's one thing too. And the horns of Odin is another one. The horns of Odin is um I'll uh since we're wrapping up here let me uh pull up my gmail because yeah i had a couple symbols since you put videos up right yeah yeah this the, uh this will be on rumble and odyssey and maybe some of these clips will be on youtube i just i have two strikes uh -oh. i have to put 
I might have I'll have to put some safe videos on until December. So check out this right here, the horns of Odin. This is a symbol that's used in the occult a lot. Mm -hmm. Now look at that and then yeah. look at the Google Chrome. It's exactly. three. It's the same thing, same concept. You also have this one here being a swastika, plain as mm -hmm. day. Um, and I'll go back to this horns of Odin, but look at this Google Mail one too. Google mm -hmm. Mail uh, looks like a simple envelope with an M for mail in it, right? But you type in a Freemason apron. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. Freemason apron. Anyone can do this at home too. And you look at images. Oops. Images. Look at that. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Once this loads here. Sorry. My, my data is a little slow. It looks like, um, that is a Freemason apron. When you're an, an initiate, you have a, a white square with a blue M on it and you can compare it to exactly the Freemason, uh, wow. Wow. Google mail versus that same exact thing man Holy i mean there's no shit. it's almost identical yeah there's no difference it's just <laughs> red versus blue right Holy so shit. yeah kind of fun these guys um, are having fun that's what they're doing let's just yeah, put dude. this in front of everybody it, it, it is literally just that i mean there's no reason that uh that this wouldn't be you know out there for for everyone to just you know kind of make jokes Fucking... about fucking dug the the graphic designer for the freemasons was like bro look at this shit they're like do it do it fucking doug yeah we're gonna <laughs> fuck around here a little bit and trip these guys out yeah. but yeah man with the google chrome thing i mean this, this was an interesting concept that i that i came across with this horns of odin and um you know just kind of directly reading off this it says norse legends tell of a magical mead like a wine Mm -hmm. uh that was brewed from the blood of a wise god kavisir if i'm hopefully not butchering this guy's name now, uh, to drink this, yeah i mean <laughs> if i'm offending him who cares um <laughs> now to drink this mead would be uh to benefit from the wisdom of god so right there alone invoking a symbol like that like google chrome uses is obtaining wisdom what does google do they obtain your data they they know everything about us, man. Google knows everything about everybody. Yeah. Now Odin managed to drink this drink, uh, find this drink, and the triple horns represent the three droughts that he drank. So he drank three horns. Now what's also interesting about this is that when you look at a horn, they're hollowed out. It represents a phallus or a dick, and it also represents a vagina because it's hollowed out. Mm. So this is a transgender uh androgynous symbol right that should have been their flag that'd have been way more fucking metal it would have been cooler right yeah but like of it like their flag is basically a rainbow with like a like kind of like a black triangle shit in it i was mm -hmm. like that's a that's all right like why don't you just have your own shit like have the fucking horns with the dick and the pussy that's well, have you I seen how have. that makes a swastika too the flag that they use no Dude, okay, I'll show you this right now too. Oh, but yeah, man. so basically, when you you're see schooling the horn, me right here, I, 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 I knew about this vaguely. That's just, this is why I wanted to have you on the show because this stuff blows my mind. And definitely, anyone that's listened to this, watch, watch the video version of it. It's so cool. 
Um, Rumble Odyssey, just search comment podcast. Let me see. Uh, LGBTQ flag swastika. This is why the uh, NSA is watching me right now is because <laughs> I, I search these things. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, so you see the, um, yes, here it is. That's one flag and then that's four. Wow. You see that? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. So yeah, you just turn it, you rotate it. It makes a fucking swastika for you. So you, you yeah, should man. see in, you should see in, uh, um, in Adam's room where we record, he, he has like, they like write down cause we record more than one podcast there. Um, his, his wife records, they have their show and then he has skeleton factory podcast. Check them out. Um, skeleton factory, but like they write down all the episodes or when they re- record and he, he also like draws a bunch of swastikas on there <laughs> he draws dick swastikas it's wild <laughs> gotta love a good swastika design i guess right yeah now one more thing i'll i'll leave you with before we leave uh you know with the uh, google play idea did i show you this with how human vision works uh no you haven't with the google play thing um so i'm trying to find a the best version of it uh with two eyes but i'm not seeing two eyes but this will work so same concept here this i mean when you have two eyeballs yeah when you have two eyeballs uh your your right eye is picking up more on what you see to the left your Mm -hmm. left eye is picking up more on what you see to the right and there's a field of vision that comes out as a pyramid um each individual eye works like that too the top of your eye is seeing what's lower and the bottom mm-hmm. of your eye is seeing what's higher. And again, you get this strange symbol. It's a very occult symbol. And again, it represents Lucifer. And they they chose this. Um, I'll actually pull that symbol up one more time. Um, they chose this symbol for Lucifer because it's the way that, I mean, humans really operate off of like sight. Right. And and this is like one of the more more potent senses that we have. But that's your Luciferian sigil. Oh, look, wood burned by hand. Only twenty six dollars. But how, yeah. that's not very big. I know it's fucking bullshit. So, you know, it should have been thirty three thirty three. That's what they should have charged. That would have been cool. That would have been smarter. But yeah, it would have made more sense. Uh, But yeah, um. So yeah, you want to you want to promote your podcast real fast before we get out of here? Yeah, man, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to come on and talk with you, man. Fun, uh, fun chat. Oh, I love it. And, uh, we didn't get into all the symbols that I wanted. I had a ton of symbols for you, dude. We can do it. Dude, again, we can do though. a part two later on. We'll do a part two, dude. I got all kinds of symbols that are fucking mind blowing. Um, one that's fun is the symbol of the dollar. That's a, a fun symbol to get into where that came. Oh from. yeah, the all seeing eye and like all all the different. There's like so much shit in the dollar. No, the um, the Cagliostro seal. Have you seen this? No, show us that before you, we leave. <laughs> I will real quick. Um, so yeah, this Cagliostro seal, and uh, it's fucking weird for me to uh, pronounce. I hope I'm not butchering it. But yes, this is, in my opinion, where the dollar sign came from. They'll tell you that it came from the Spanish pound, but mm-hmm. to me, that looks like the fucking dollar sign. And this is from the early 18th century. You see the S with the line through it? Yes. 
it's a snake holding an apple in its mouth and an arrow through it. And what it's meant to represent um, was, you know, the devil in the Garden of Eden and God killing it, you know, putting the apple in its mouth, roasting it and killing it, like stabbing it down the middle. But it forms an S. Now, this is on the root of all evil. This is on money and mm. the most powerful currency in the world. But um, this is a strange symbol that, you know, it's very mysterious. There's no concrete proof that it is the dollar sign. But there is a theory out there that this is where the dollar sign originated from. And it's literally just paying homage to the devil's death, which is nice. Wild. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, man. Fun shit. But uh, yeah, dude. No, I just uh, I love looking at symbols, man. It's fun stuff. But um, I, I uh, appreciate talking with you. I run Dangerous World Podcast, and uh, you can find me on uh, patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. Put all kinds of content out there. And just have a good time, man. Just about having fun. And that's it. And blowing some minds, hopefully. You're blowing, you blow my mind every time I talk to you. It's good stuff. Yeah, cool, Ryan, Ryan Dean, go check out his podcast. Uh, Dangerous, Dangerous World Podcast. Sorry, I, I almost didn't even say the name of the podcast. Dangerous, you could say like a Cajun. Dang, dangerous, dangerous World Podcast. But yeah, um, but yeah, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Bye.